Well, welcome to the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Benavides, and I am excited to be with you this day because we are going into the new year talking about budgeting. Yeah, budgeting. What is it? How does it work? What are we supposed to do? Do you even have a budget? Have you even thought about making a budget? You see, having a good financial plan in place is important, especially as we plan for the future. Do you want to pay off loans? Do you want to pay off, you know, do you want to pay off your debts? Do you want to pay off your house? Do you want to help kids prepare for college? Do you want to make sure that you have enough money stored away for retirement, savings, all that stuff? It's important. I wasn't raised that way. I'll talk about that at the end of the show. I was not raised to create a budget. I was not taught how to be financially, uh, I guess, smart. Um, I didn't do things right. And it was I didn't have that encouragement in my life. It wasn't until I met my wife that I actually learned how to budget well. She's been um, my she's my rock when it comes to financial uh, stability because she's taught me how to how to manage my funds a little bit better. Um, I, I'm still not the best at it, but she does a great job at it. Um, she's you know she's this is where it's at. So for us as dads to know the value of budgeting and why it's so important, well. Let's have a discussion about it. Today, we're going to be speaking to uh, Jim Yuren, who is a, a, a certified financial planner. Uh, he is a uh, he has a lot of knowledge around money management and budgeting, and so he's going to talk to us today about that. So we're going to be listening to an interview here shortly. But again, you know, when we think about the new year, think about what we're planning for. What are we? What are our goals? Being financially independent. Um, you know, where we can actually live debt free and live responsibly with our money and actually have freedom to do things without feeling like we're putting ourselves in a hole. Creating a budget is so important. And so I hope, I, I think it's going to be a beneficial interview for you that you are going to be encouraged to create a budget and think through your current budget if you have one and that, you know, your, your financial goals will be headed in the right direction, so that way 2021, although it's already started off kind of rocky, but 2021 may continue to be a good year for you, um, especially when it comes to your finances, for your future, for your children's future, and just beyond. So with that, let's go into my interview with Jim Urine. Well, hey, again, welcome to the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I'm Bobby Benavides, your host, and I am excited because this is the first video episode of the podcast right here. And so uh, I, have, I have Jim Yaren here, who's a certified planner, uh, financial planner professional um, from Phase 3 Advisory Services. He's an investment advisor for them from Buffalo Grove, Illinois. So I'm excited to have him on here with us to discuss budgeting because budgeting is important, right? We, we know that we have goals, we have financial goals, we want to plan for the future, we want to pay off debt, we want to go ahead and achieve things in life, but sometimes we don't know exactly how to do it. And so that's why Jim is here. So I'm excited to have him on as the, as the first episode of the new year and the first video episode of Being a Dad on Purpose. And also, you know, hey, it's going to be on the podcast and it's going to be on YouTube. So that's exciting. So, Jim, thanks for being on, man. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me, Bobby. I'm really <laughs> excited. Really excited. Good. Well, hey, um, 
you know, tell us, tell us a little about yourself because, you know, you're a certified uh, financial planner professional, but, but what else do you do? What, what's going on? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. So um, certified financial planner professional, as you said, uh, uh, located in the Northern suburbs of Chicago. Uh, that's pretty much been my full-time career since finishing graduate school. Although uh, I went to graduate school uh, for, uh, to be a counselor, uh, ended up not going in that career and had to go back and take some more graduate work to, uh, to pursue my current profession. And so I've been doing that um, you know, a little over 20 years. So that's been, that's been a lot of fun. And uh, like you, and it sounds like a lot of your listeners, I'm a father and we have five, uh, five children ranging from uh, 20 all the way down to four. So we've got quite a, quite a busy household. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, thanks for taking your time to be on because I think right now, as we go into the new year, you know, where people are thinking about finances, especially with the economy, the way it is, especially with, you know, COVID taking out jobs and that kind of stuff. Like people are trying to figure out how do we manage our money? Right. And so some dads on here might be listening because they might have the same background as me. I was not raised to handle finances correctly. I was not good at making a budget. My wife actually taught me more about budgeting than anybody else had in my entire life. And so, you know, I've learned so much from her, but I think that for some of these dads, like, okay, cool. Now we have a budget or now we're planning on making a budget. What are some things that we need to be doing? And so, um, so why is budgeting actually necessary? Cause that was my struggle. I was like, yeah. what's the point? You know, we got yeah. money, spend it. <laughs> I can certainly re- relate to that, Bobby. Um, Cause that was the same way. Um, Really, I mean, the budgeting is critical because it's really the most important, um, the most important factor in achieving any financial goal. And whether that goal is saving for retirement, college, or paying off debt, uh, that will make the biggest difference. So, I like to say when I meet with clients, I mean, I, I, you know, certainly do the best I can for them as an advisor. But there's no advisor who can overcome someone who has always spent more money than they earn, right? Mm. Um, and even a bad advisor, <laughs> a client can still be in good shape if they've always saved a lot of money, right? They don't have mm-hmm. to take a lot of risks. They can be cautious, et cetera. So that's really the first reason uh, that I'd say budgeting is, is so important. It's such a critical skill because it's, the, it's, it's what you control on your own. I can't control that for my clients and what they spend. But I think the second reason, the second reason is um, kind of uh, a little... Um, Ironic, I guess I want to say here, or contra- uh, contrary, I guess. That's what I'm looking for. But um, I was just like you, Bobby. When I first got married, um, I tend to prize freedom and flexibility. I mean, that's a key thing for me. And my wife is much more uh, on task regimented. And so she wanted to do a budget. And I just felt like this was a trap. It's like, gee, you know, I think I wanted to go buy a newspaper, you know, and I got to think about <laughs> spending, you know, 50 cents or whatever. Um, and so I was really resistant at first. And as we continued to to move along, um, there was one time where I went and I think I needed a couple shirts for work or something. And money was tight. I mean, we were just starting out. So uh, it's never, never fun to have to go spend money on things that aren't that exciting. And I, you know, said, hey, I got to buy these shirts. And she was able to come back to me. Oh, great. You know, we've got like, you know, I don't know how much it was, $80 in the budget for that. And it was at that moment that I realized the freedom of budgeting, right? Because I was able to go out to the store. I was able to buy some things I needed, and I knew it wouldn't negatively affect our family finances one iota. 
And that's when she's kind of, that's when she converted me. And I started to realize the freedom that comes with, with budgeting, creating a spending plan. So, and of course, doing that, it gives you the freedom, like I just mentioned, but it also helps you do things like achieve your goals and really helps you either prevent going into debt or help you kind of get out of debt. And uh, that obviously brings with it a tremendous amount of freedom. So reason we budget, number one is to make sure that you do, you're taking care of the most important thing to hit your financial goals. But number two, it provides freedom and long-term freedom for the rest of your life. I like that. I like that. And I think, you know, I think that's the thing, right? When we, when we think about budgeting, it becomes overwhelming because you're like thinking, I got to, you know, pinch pennies and I got to make sure. But in the end, though, when you put that beginning effort in the, you know, at the beginning stages, long term, you're like, man, okay, cool. I, I can, I, I know where my money's going. And that's the, that's the big goal, right? Is to know what's going on. But um, so, so if somebody says, hey, I want to start a budget, like, it's my new year's resolution. Right. Um, yeah. and hopefully it's actually more of a goal than a resolution because resolutions fall flat all the time, but goals, if you want to achieve your goals, right. Um, where do, where should they start? Like, what is the, what is a good beginning place to be for, for creating a, a healthy budget? Sure. So what I, the first, first thing I would encourage folks to look at is to really sit down and think about what their, their end goal is. It might just be one goal, um, and it might not even be so much driven by a goal, or the goal may be more kind of a pain point, right? It might be, I'm feeling overwhelmed by the, by the debt, or I'm feeling overwhelmed by all these bills. So start, start with thinking about what are you going to get out of this? I mean, because like you said, Bobby, uh, it varies by personality, but for a lot of us, just the idea of a budget just is like, oh my goodness, it's like a diet. Almost. You know, it's just, it's not something you're like, yay, I'm really excited about. Um, so first start with what, what's the big thing you'd like to get out of this? So start there. Once you're starting in, to get into the nitty gritty, then I always encourage people to, when you're starting to look at the numbers, start with the income. At least start with, okay, what do I have that's coming in that I can count on? Some of it might be pretty, pretty steady. You know, some of us have jobs where we pretty much get a, a regular paycheck every couple of weeks or every month, and we know what it's going to be. Others of us, you know, we may have jobs where we're earning tips or commissions or we're self-employed, and and that that money can come can fluctuate quite a bit, and that makes it more challenging. But at least put together, you know, what what do I have coming in? Then from there, uh, now we've got to go to the expense side, and this is where you start to get into the nitty gritty. But I always start with the fixed expenses. So this is going to be things like your rent or your mortgage, maybe a car payment, the things that you pretty much know every month is exactly what it's going to be. Um, and then from there, we want to go right on to the more of the fluctuating expenses. So that might be something like, you know, how much gas you have to put in the car, right? That's never exactly the same from month to month. And it can vary by, you know, whether you're going on vacation or gas prices and that sort of thing. But you pretty much know you're going to have that expense every month. So I, I kind of do that next after the fixed expenses. So let's try to write all of those down. Uh, after that, then I like to func- uh, focus on the kind of what I call the miscellaneous slash unexpected expenses. I mean, those are the expenses that, you know, just come up, right? I mean, some of them are one t- once in a lifetime, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have to buy something that's really odd, you know, um, maybe it's ballet slippers for your kid or something like that. Um, but those things happen regularly, right? We know that we're going to have those unexpected expenses. And we also know that we're just occasionally going to be out. We're going to need to pay for parking or, you know, swing into, you know, McDonald's or something to grab a coffee if we have to. Um, so that would be kind of the next 
the next area. Once you get through all of those, the, the next thing, the last thing I really focus on is what is the, the ultimate savings goal? You know, what is it that you're trying to save for? Again, it might be retirement, college, saving an emergency fund, or, or in your case, it might be getting out of debt, right? If you've got a, a lot of debt, uh, you might not, you know, be saving a lot for retirement at that point. Your higher priority may be to pay off that credit card debt. So mm-hmm. I would, that's kind of how I like to approach it when I sit down with folks and say, okay, let's, let's break this out. And then obviously it takes a little bit of legwork to start going through and figuring out the subcategories of all of those things. But that gives you a big picture view of how you can approach it. That's great. Yeah, I think that um, when when my wife and I started really working on our budget, you know, it was like, okay, so, the, you know, in the beginning, it was like I was making like 15000 a year as a, as a youth pastor, and she was still in school. We were both in school, but I was the main income making 15000 a year. <laughs> we were like, what's going to happen? But, um, you know, as we became more secure in our normal income, it was easier to look at the budget and say, okay, this is how we achieve the goals we want to achieve. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that again, she knew how to ha- handle that stuff because we got a, We got ourselves out of student loan debt. We got ourselves out of credit card debt. We got ourselves out of, I mean, the only debt we have right now is our home and that's fantastic. Right. Um, but, right. For, but for some trying to figure out how to make that budget work, th- those are great, great tools and great resources. But what are some, so, I think when I started making a budget, because, you know, I tried, I tried to make my own at one point and I was like, and this is when I, I'm trying to think, because it was probably when I was in my early stages of college, when I was actually getting a normal check, paycheck, I was, you know, this is before I, my wife and I even thought about marriage. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to try making a budget because it sounds like I'm supposed to. Sure. And I, I failed miserably because I made a bunch of mistakes like of like, where do I, you know, like I put money in certain spots. I'm like, this is, I don't even, I'm not even paying attention to that. But what are some common mistakes that people make when they try to make a budget or while they're making a budget? Sure. Yeah. So as you, as you probably imagine, I mean, there's, there's an infinite number of mistakes we can make, but uh, some of the, some of the big ones are just kind of three most common that I would say. Number one is we tend to make it overly complicated. I mean, we tend to often think that we've got to track every penny, you know, we've got to, you know, be become an accountant or a C- CPA, et cetera. And for a lot of us, that does not fit our personality. That's not what we need to do. And that's overkill. At the end of the day, it's not so much that we know where every single penny went, although for some of us, that's helpful. And some people uh, are kind of more built that way. Uh, it's not necessary for all of us. At the end of the day, at the end of the year, uh, we want to know that, you know, this year I spent less than I earned. Right. Um, and I've got, I, I work with all sorts of different folks and, uh, I'll sit down with a client and they will sometimes be embarrassed that they don't know where every penny of their money is going. Right. They'll get embarrassed. And I'll often say, yeah, nothing to be embarrassed about. I mean, <laughs> you're spending way less than you earn every year. You've, you've been able to save quite a bit of money and you don't have any debt. I mean, so why why would it be important for you to know where every single penny went? So that's the first mistake I would say is people make it more complicated than it needs to be most of the time. Second mistake I often see is people failing to review, you know, their progress and what they've done. So now this is especially true for any anyone who is uh, married, right? Uh, it's important that you review that together. So that may be something you do once a month or once a quarter. But you actually kind of say, hey, this is the budget we put together. 
how are we doing? Have we have you know was that realistic? Uh, are we overspending in some categories, which means maybe we either need to spend less or we just have to adjust our categories because we have little control maybe over what uh, you know auto gas is going to cost. So that's the second big problem I see is failing to review our progress. And then third, I see is failing to give yourself enough time. Uh, at the minimum, I would say it takes at least a year before you really start to have a better sense of what your actual budget will be. Uh, because I, you know, whatever you plan on today is unlikely what, what it's going to be even in, you know, even next week. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it can take a year or two before you really start to get a better handle on, on what those categories are. And sometimes people get too discouraged uh, because they say, Oh, you know, I forgot to budget for Christmas or I forgot to budget for whatever, you know, well, you'll know next year, right? You'll remember next year that you, you'll need to do that. So again, those three most common mistakes I see making it you know, overly complicated. Second, failing to review your progress. Uh, and third, uh, failing to give yourself enough time to really kind of get used to the system. Yeah. I guess that's something I guess never would have triggered to me is like the, the idea of giving yourself time. I think that because it's like you think that once you wrote it down, that should be okay. It should be an instant thing, right? You should get it. Like it's, I mean, you. It was your mind that wrote it on the paper, so it shouldn't be difficult. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, like because I think there are times where you either didn't plan for something and then it popped up, and so you forgot the budget for like that miscellaneous stuff, or like you said, Christmas or a birthday, or you might start a new relationship. Like you might, you know, you may have been divorced or whatever or separated yeah. or you might, and then you're trying to figure out how to like, okay, well now I'm having new expense because I got somebody new in my life. Um, yes. You know, those kind of things pop up. And so, yeah, that's really good to, to think about that. And I think that you made a good point too, when you talked about people like wanting to know where every penny goes. I think that, I think that's the, con I think for me, that's what, that's what overwhelms me. Mm -hmm. is that I'm trying to remember where every penny went. And when I don't, I feel like I failed at it, right? Like mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm not doing something right. So so I think that was good to hear that because I think that's what a lot of people might hear. I know I needed to hear that, is that it's not that important to know where every single penny goes. I mean, it's, it's, it's good if you can, yeah. but don't overwhelm yourself because sometimes you, you're going to miss something and it's just going to be, and that's okay. It's, I think that's, that's a big piece. So thanks for that. That was good sure. information. Um, so when my wife and I, we, 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 we love Dave Ramsey. Um, like mm -hmm. we, we've always, we're not like hardcore, like Ramsey followers, but we, at the same time, we like a lot of what he says in regards to like rolling, you know, getting the debt, um, the snowball effect and that sure. kind of stuff. Um, but there are some tools out there. I know, like we use the every dollar app. Um, the Every Dollar app is, a, um, you know, from, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but, um, but the Every Dollar app comes from the Dave Ramsey piece. Okay. But, um, sure. but I'm sure there's other tools out there because that's probably the only tool I really know, but, you know, sure. are there other tools out there that people can be looking to or finding resources in regards to creating a budget and, and balancing their budget? Sure. So um, I've got kind of three broad categories, okay. but before I get into that, I want to say, I think the key thing when it comes to the approach to budgeting is use what works for you. I mean, as we kind of already talked about, Bobby, we're all a little different, right? We're all wired differently and you need to, you need to do what works. And so there is no best budgeting software or, or way to do it. 
the best thing, the best, really what comes down to is the best is what you actually are able to do and follow and stick to. Yeah. So don't get too hung up on, on how you do it, but kind of the three broad categories that, um, that I think about. One is just a simple spreadsheet. And so that's a very low budget way for people to go. Some, and that's a very visual. Some people kind of like to be able to see, in a sense, that all at once. When we were first married, this is what we did. Now, my wife, my wife is an accounting major, so she actually is still the one that uh, pays our bills to this day because she's so organized and good at it, and you know, is that personality that likes to know where every penny went. So, but that's what she did. She would even budget for, and I remember I, times were tight when you first get married. It's like, like in your case, Bobby, but you know, we budgeted for our Christmas tree. I believe we budgeted thirty six dollars every year. And so every month she had $3, you know, in that slot for a Christmas tree. Now that didn't mean we were obviously spending that every month. We only spent that once a year. Uh, But when Christmas rolled around, the spreadsheet had tracked that we now have $36 that we can go and we can buy that Christmas tree with. And it wasn't a surprise. So for some people, that is just a simple way to do it. It doesn't cost anything. uh, And personality wise, it can really fit. Second system is an envelope system. Now, that's probably somewhat, um, I believe, what the Dave Ramsey program you were mentioning. Is that more of envelope-based, but it's software? Yeah, well, um, yeah, I think the, the Every Dollar app is kind of like that. But, yeah, but the the we never got into the envelope system. A lot of people do that with the Ramsey thing. But, yeah, but, yeah, that's that's very similar to what you're saying there, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so there you can do envelopes, literal physical envelopes or kind of more digital envelopes. You know, there's a way to do that. There's another software I'm not real familiar with, but I believe it's called Envelopes uh, that helps you kind of take a similar approach to envelopes. Um, and so we've we've kind of done it, we've done it all <laughs> in the course of our marriage, but uh, for a while we were using physical envelopes uh, and that can be really helpful, particularly on items uh, like grocery shopping, because uh, there's a reason that every store takes a credit card, even though it costs them more money. And that's because we tend to spend more money when we're not using cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no, it's no surprise that casinos don't use cash. They use poker chips, right? Uh, because the further we can get away from the actual dollars in our hand, the, the more likely we are to part with that, with those, with that money. And so, uh, the envelope system works. Now we also use, um, for our groceries, we switch from a physical envelope to guess more of a digital envelope. But what we did was we went to a credit union here in our town and we opened up an account. We got a debit card and that is that account is solely for our groceries. So that was one of the things that was just for us hard to hard to rein in, right? We tended to overspend all the time. And so now we stick a certain dollar amount in that every month. And when I go to the grocery store, because I do a lot of the shopping for the family, uh, I've got to pay attention to what's on that credit card, right? I'm sorry, that debit card, rather, yeah, that, yeah. that you run it through. Because the last thing you want to do as a financial advisor is have your card decline when you've got a client standing in line behind you. <laughs> Not a fun experience. But it forces us to kind of say, okay, let me look, see how much, you know, okay, got a couple hundred dollars left, you know, not a problem. Uh, but that's just a different approach you can do the envelope system with if you don't want to have cash. But, of course, you can't open a bank account for every single category. So the second one is the envelope system, and that can work really well whether you do it virtually or with software. Um, third is basically delving into more of the available software that's out there. Um, so you had mentioned you had mentioned the one, uh, Bobby. Have you ever uh, used Quicken before? 
No, I've I've heard of it, but no, I've never okay. I've never used it. Yeah. Yeah. So probably the three biggest programs that uh, that are out there that get the most uh, attention is uh, one called Mint.com, M-I-N-T, mm-hmm. and um, that is uh, largely a phone app, but you can do it on on your desktop as well. The other is YNAB. Now that's Y-N-A-B, which stands for You Need a Budget. And you can find that one at youneedabudget.com. And that's a very good uh, budgeting app if that's your sole focus. And the third really big one that's out there is Quicken. Now each of these has their own kind of strengths and and advantages and disadvantages. So uh, just in pricing, mint.com is free. Whereas the other two are going to cost you something every year. Um, Quicken is really going to be overkill for most people, unless, again, you're that type of personality like my wife, who was, you know, an accountant and wants to track every penny. Or if you're if you have your own business and you need to be able to run reports and track expenses for that, um, that's the way you're going to want to go compared to the other two. But if you're just looking for, hey, I've got a I've got a fixed budget and I want to try to stick with it and I want to be able to figure out what can I spend this month on, you know, do I have any money left over to go out to eat or do I have to say, nope, have to wait till next week? Uh, that's where the mint.com or the YNAB can come in. Uh, they're more budgeting software, whereas Quicken's more of an accounting software. It's not as gonna it's not gonna be as strong on the on the budget. So, but those are those are kind of some of the big programs. And I would encourage you to, you know, give them a try. Most of them have free trials and you can kind of see. But again, don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. You know, yeah, stick yeah, with yeah. stick with what's simple. And you can always switch to a to another program down the road if you need something a little more robust. So great. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've never heard of the uh, you need a budget.com. I've heard of Mint and I've I've heard of Quicken, but I've never I've never used those. But you need a budget.com. That seems like a, a good one to check out. I might have to, I'm going to have to look those up, but um, it's really good. One of the things that's nice about it is it's not, um, I think it's strength is it's almost teaching. It's almost teaching you how to, how to approach your spending where, um, you know, quickly would be more of just traditional tracking what you've spent. YNAP has kind of a unique approach and a unique philosophy that really appeals to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, it works really well for those folks who have more of a, pretty much they know, week to week, what their income is going to be. Uh, it's a little harder if you're the type of person whose income fluctuates quite a bit, or if, you're, um, if your expenses are exceeding your income right now, that it's a difficult fit for YNAB. But for others, it can be a wonderful fit and, and people just love it. Yeah, that's great. Well, these are, I mean, this is going to be good stuff. I think that for, you know, when we think about budgeting, it, like I said in the beginning, it could, it could be overwhelming. It could feel like a heavy burden, especially if you're, if you don't know where to start, if you don't have the right you know, background with it, you know, um, and I think sometimes it's just, it's a hard thing to, to, to begin, but why not? The beginning of 2021, um, the 2020 is gone. <laughs> 2021 has started and it's, and it started off rocky, but it started, it started. So let's, let's see what happens. Right. And, and creating a healthy budget will be a good way to go. And so um, again, Jim, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on sharing this. Um, if people wanted to connect with you and it, I mean, it, it, if they wanted to say, Hey, you know what, I'd like to learn some more about financial planning. I want to learn more about creating some stuff. Um, how do they connect with you? What's a, what's a good way for them to connect with you? Sure. Probably the best way is to hop on the website of my firm, 
and that is phase3advisory.com. That's P-H-A-S-E, the number three, A-D-V-I-S-O-R-Y.com. You can connect with me through there. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'll do what I can to uh, to help you out. Awesome. Great. Well, I'm going to put those in the show notes. And, um, and again, this is the first video episode of Being a Dad on Purpose. I'm excited to have you on here with that. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, just really, I hope that dads will listen. And I hope that it's something that can encourage them in their in their budgeting process. And for them, those, those who are married, you made a great point too. I want to go back to that because you did yeah. say, make sure you review it with your spouse, right? Go back and review. If you're married and you are making a budget with them, like you need to be involved in the process. And, and it was hard for me. I mean, we've been, my wife and I've been married for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that it took me almost eight years to honestly want to get involved with that. Um, yeah. Because I was like, I just, just wasn't something I, and, and even today it's still attention, but I'm, I'm trying to still gain momentum in it. Her family did it. My family did not. So it's, it's always been something I'm like trying to figure out how to understand fully. So this information is great. I hope it encourages other dads and Jim. I appreciate you and your time coming on and sharing. Well, thank you, Bobby. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, great. Well, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Take care. Well, again, that was my interview with Jim Urin, and man, I think that um, what he just shared was fantastic. I think that budgeting is so important. Why is it? Why is it important? Well, because obviously we need to have a plan, right? It's great. Um, your financial goals, achieving your financial goals, really. What are you doing to plan for the future? How are you really planning to pay off your debt? What? We have so many things that we do that are wrong when it comes to budgeting. And so there's some tools that we have at our hands to be able to make that work. And again, I, th- I thank Jim for being a part of this. And um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that because like I shared in the beginning of the podcast, I was not raised to be uh, really financially I- I- intelligent. I really wasn't. I watched my dad spend like crazy. I, um, you know, whenever money was in his pocket, he spent it. And a lot of times it, it just wasn't done correctly. Um, having a savings account, having a plan for budgeting, it just never seemed like anything that he was really doing. And I never learned how to do it properly. So for, for me, when I got married, obviously it was like watching my wife do it and, and seeing the things that she did. It educated me. It taught me. I've learned a lot like we've, um, you know, the every dollar app is a, is a tool that we, that we spoke about. It is a great tool to be able to use. You hear my kids in the background, our budget is for them <laughs> and they're screaming their heads off. So that's how it works. But, you know, we, we do this that way we have a plan in place. We want to make sure that we're achieving our goals. We want to see our kids have a secure future, at least, at least as secure as we can make it right. We, we can't guarantee interest rates we can't guarantee anything like that but if we know how to manage our money when we if we pass if and when we pass right which i mean we're all guaranteed to so whenever we die we don't want to leave our kids with a bunch of our debt to have to worry about a bunch of our financial mess to, to worry about because we should be creating a good stable home and 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 financially uh intelligent kids and so um when we are doing this right you know, our kids are going to watch this budget. They're going to see 
you know, when we go grocery shopping, we have a, a list and we make sure things are, are lined up right. We make sure that our, our debts are paid. We don't have a bunch of credit card debt. You know, praise God for my, my family and my wife again. Uh, you know, we were able to pay off all of our student loans, pay off all of our, our cars. The only debt that we have in our lives is our home. And that's, that's where it's at. But we still have a budget in place to make sure that we still have everything getting paid off correctly and money being saved and put away the way it needs to be. Again, the Every Dollar app is a great resource, um, but some of the other tools that, that Jim shares are very important and valuable. So for you to be thinking through your budget this year and what are you doing to make sure that, that you're heading in a good financial direction for 2021, that's what this podcast episode is for. And I'm hoping that we'll have Jim on in the future. Um, and so that's just a little hint for for stuff to come. So I hope that you're excited about that too, because there's going to be a lot more information to be shared. So with that, uh, again, thank you for joining us for the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I am Bobby Benavides, your host, and I can't wait to be back with you next week. Bye.